And now a special report. Congratulations to the Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast for podcasting for a full decade. Of course, I did the CBS Evening News for 19 years, so get over yourselves. And that's the way we get jiggy with it. Episode. 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 Welcome, folks. Bogus. Wow. Bogus. There's no question about that. Flabbergast. Episode. Episode. This is a virtual hangar flying podcast. Basking in the glow once again. Uh-huh. Well, we took the long scenic route to get there. Who cares? No, I think it's kind of cool. It is such a thrill to be here. Makes me shiver. Nobody knows. This one's pretty good. Well, thank you very much. How did you know? Nobody knows. What else do we know for sure? What are the facts here first? I'm not even sure it rose to the level of a reportable incident. Good news. Very nice. Very nice. Cool. Cool. Again. Cool. Cool. Uh, Yeah, again. Cool. Cool. Let's do this. Cool. Cool. I get it now. All right. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I wonder if there were enough things to talk about for an hour and a half. Why, why is this coming to light now? Why didn't you tell us about this? No one's more surprised than me. But here's the really cool treasure that I came across. Yes, sir, Mr. Higdon. The punchline, punchline, punchline is... Jeb's tangy. Whoa, 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 back up. I think you're on the money there. Jeb's tangy. Oh, yeah! You would have no way of knowing that. I don't know if it's true or not. What, what was his problem? Can you make that stop? Then maybe it'll be over. Here's but the punchline. Punch well, it's what we promised everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and Hidden River traffic, Debonair, UCAP 1, taxiing the uh, Hidden River line. Whenever we're taxiing here along your neighborhood streets. Yeah. It's tempting to think that it's an unusually long taxi, but it's, it's really not. It's really not. I, I, other people have said the same thing. I said, well, you know, when I was, when I was based in Manassas, uh, I was on the, I guess, northwest side of the airport, and to depart 3-4 right, I had to taxi a mile, literally, because it's 5,500 foot long runway. Uh, yeah, and this isn't it probably is a half a mile, maybe on a third of a mile from here to the... Yeah, I mean, my driveway is like a thousand feet. We measured it one day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, it's another, I don't know, half a mile to the runway or something. So, it, you know, there's a lot of twists and turns and obstacles and drama, but uh, it's not that far. There is the occasional obstacle. There is the occasional, you know, moving chicane, as they say. It doesn't appear to be trash day today, so that's a Yeah, good that's thing. a good thing. Sunday may have something to do with that. Yeah, Sunday, that's true, yeah. Well, I missed that one. There's another one you can hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have plenty of opportunities. Mailbox. We're about to turn right here onto another one of your little neighborhood city streets. This hangar up here on the left, we're not going to go by. We're not going to go past it. But that's always been my second favorite hangar in the whole development. Right. That's a really cool one. It's kind of made up to look like an old 30s, 40s roadside gas station kind of thing. Uh, I had someone lost out here trying to find my house one day, call me. 
Oh, that's the gas station. I said, there's no gas. Wait, 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 wait. I know where you are. <laughs> no gas station around here. Oh, wait a second. Zigzagging through Hidden River. And we're taxiing runway 36 at Hidden That's right. This is the infamous runway 3618. Uh, taxiway, but a nice long shot. I'm telling you, in a pinch, you could, you, oh, could, in a pinch. You, could you could do it. Maybe once. <laughs> yeah, well, only because the Homeowners Association would probably have something to say about it. But. Where does it say I can't land on this tech? On this? <laughs> this has nothing to do with regulations. This has to do... Well, where does it say in the Homeowners Association documents <laughs> I can't land? Okay, all right. Like I said, I want to be here the day you do it. No, you don't. Because <laughs> it would be a bad day. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'd want to be a little farther off the runway with a long lens. Yeah. David, have you have any particular long taxis in your, in your history of uh, flying airplanes? Oh, my, uh, uh, landing at Kansas City International a couple of times, uh, landing at uh, Louisville International once, uh, Denver International, that one, yeah. that one, you know, I wanted to send out for lunch because it could have been <laughs> ready by the time I got to the FBO. Yeah, there you go. We're about to taxi onto the runway here at Hidden River, uh, so we're going to go a little quiet here to uh, make make a sterile cockpit for Jeb. Um, Jeb, if, if possible, if you can kind of call out some of the things that you're doing as we okay, take off. Right now, I'm going to enter a flight plan, the flight plan, into the box. Now, you filed. We're going to go IFR. We're going to go IFR. Even though it's a VFR day. That's correct. So, we're... Uh, Anyway, we're launching out of uh, Hidden River, and we're going to go north uh, to the uh, Heiser intersection, uh, then to Jutt's intersection, and then to SGJ, St. Augustine, Northeast Florida Regional, and that's saying umpteen miles. Uh, it's not giving me uh, ETAs because we're not moving. Let's see, let's switch that on. Right, all that stuff is on. This is good. This is good. My initial heading. That's not right. Oh, I get it. All right, that's better. All right, DJs are all set. Compass is set and all that nonsense. Um, flight plane closed. Pros are out soaring this morning. Yep. The uh, turkey vultures. Uh, they make it look easy. Okay, let's use this checklist here about, about this time. Let's see. All that stuff is set. Fuel's on the right tank. Trim is set. Flight controls. No ex-girlfriends have come out and rewired the airplane. That's always a good sign. Instruments. Alright, run up. Okay, 
cycle the prop? I did. Just I, I missed it. Just, I mi just barely. Yeah, I missed it. That's just, fine. just enough to make sure it's all working. And some oil up in there. Let's see what the oil temp is when it comes around in the cycle here. 129. We're golden. All right. All set, guys? I'm ready. Red eye. All right. thing I forgot to do. Yeah, I'll pay somebody else to fly this trip. Yeah. And in river traffic, Devin Air will depart runway niner with a left turnout. Looking at that wind, that taxiway wouldn't have been a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, it's only very slightly favoring this runway. All right, we'll be quiet now for a bit. Come on, baby. trees on the side of them. 227 to Charlie, 270. 327, Papa, number one, one more uh, aircraft inbound. Just continue eastbound, maintain the flight of below 2,500. Oh, very slick. What? What is looking at the traffic on your new train. Oh, yeah. Order. And uh, Tampa, good morning. Niner 451 Sierra. Niner 451 Sierra, Tampa. Tampa Niner 451 Sierra is just off Hidden River looking for instruments to St. Augustine. Niner 451 Sierra, Squawk 6655, I do. 6651, 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5. 6-6-5-5
though. It's a beautiful VFR day, but you're just kind of working the system for experience yeah. and yeah, yeah, because we can get a little more direct route. I would hope. I don't know. No, nope, probably not. But oh yeah, okay. But so you get the extra eyes and ears. Yep. We're what three thousand four hundred right now, and uh, sort of to the uh, uh, east of Sarasota. Nine four five one Sierra, you're cleared to St. Augustine Airport via radar vectors. Need Victor one fifty two Kaiser direct. Climb and maintain four thousand. You can expect seven as your final shortly. Okay, say again that first uh, intersection for five one zero. Need Kilo November Echo Echo Delta. Okay, direct. Need Victor one five two Kaiser uh, direct four thousand for now five one zero. And 4951, sir, that is correct. It's Kaiser. Kilo into uh, Zulu Echo Romeo before St. Augustine. Kaiser, 510. 4951, sir, fly heading 360, contact approach 134.25. 3425, 510. So, David, how are you doing this morning? Uh, doing lovely. Doing lovely. Have my uh, jolt of decaf this morning. Alive and well. I know, you were trying to sell me this bill of goods yesterday that you can actually get a, gel, a jolt from your decaf, but okay. Hey, it's all in the head. Whatever works for you. And Tampa 9 or 451 Sierra, 3,500 for 4,000. And 360 assigned. And looking for an altimeter setting. Number 9451 Sierra Tampa approach. The Tampa altimeter is 3012. Climb and maintain at 7,000. Up to 7,000. 3012. 9 or 451 so this is the uh, new improved Debbie Debonair. We've talked about the Debonair a lot on the on the podcast over the years. Uh, you've had it for how long? How long ago did you get it? I bought this in 1999. Uh huh. What led you to this particular? Obviously, it was used when you bought it. Um, oh yeah. Um, what led you to this particular airplane? Uh, so friends of mine owned it, Nicholas and Mary Silich, uh, who I worked with years ago at uh, Pro Pilot Magazine, and. Uh, they uh, were getting out of the airplane business. Uh, 510, measure altitude, maintain 5,000. Up to 5,000 for 510. Uh, they were getting out of the airplane business, and uh, I had flown the airplane a little bit with them and without them, and said, you know, you know uh, I think I can do this. Are there any things in particular? What are the things in particular that make this airplane interesting to you? Useful for you, fun, whatever it is that appeals. It's just well balanced in, in a lot of different ways. It does a lot of things fairly well. Uh, you know, it won't land on water but once. Uh, it uh, won't carry six people. But uh, for this kind of a mission, it's perfect. And for a lot of my other missions, it's perfect too. Now we talked about on the podcast the fact that you had it in the avionics shop recently to get some uh, panel upgrades. Can you kind of give us a quick tour of the things that are new here? November 510, contact approach 135.5. 35 and a half, 9 or 4510. Appreciate it, sir. So it's 4203. We're parked at QSA, Roger. Climb and maintain VFR discretion. Damp altimeter 3012. Okay, now I'm set. Tampa, good morning. Grumman 9810-7000. Okay. At least till the next handout. At least till the next route change. Yeah. Yeah, they gave you a completely different clearance than what you filed for, right? Yep. And, uh, what I... 9451 Sierra, Tampa. Tampa, go ahead for 9451 Sierra. 
intersection they gave me another intersection that sounded like it but it was not the same so I'm like so uh, anyway all that settled out now you had asked about yeah so can you give us a, a tour uh, tour of the uh, yeah um, new stuff in your panel here a lot of new stuff first of all the, the five, uh, 530 got updated to uh, from its old Garmin 530 got updated to the WAS configuration and uh, a new antenna new databases 020 for not so I've got all that squared away. Uh, fix the fix the autopilot. I put in a new encoder. Put in a new, new ELT. Right. You go with the 406. Yes. With an integrated GPS, so smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. So it's all good. Uh, but the one of the uh, uh, coup de gras was a uh, new transponder, which uh, is uh, ADSB 2020 compliant. Is that this device? That's here? that device here. I'll say uh, one thing that jumps out of me with this device is it has a beautiful screen. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's a high yes. resolution screen. Yeah, this is the uh, L3 Lynx uh, NGT 9000. Um, has uh, obviously all the transponder functions built into it. It has all all of the uh, ADSB in functions built into it, including traffic and weather. And uh, as you can see right now, it's uh, doing quite nicely. We don't see any traffic. Let's see. We have Mike. There's, there they all. There they all are. I knew they were there somewhere. A little bit further away than. You just changed the range on the uh, viewfinder. Right. Is what you did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When we were taxiing, and it was on sort of its default screen. I looked at it for a second and thought that there was still like the sticker on it from the shop because it looked like it was printing. It was so sharp and clear. And it's a touch screen. I'm watching you. Yeah, it is a touch screen. Swipe things and uh, nice. What, what intrigues me is you've got a split screen there with traffic on one half and a moving map like a multifunction display on the other half. Right. Heading two zero. Yeah, it's, and it's not a very big screen. It's like what an uh, inch and a half by five, six inches. Right. But it does the job. Yeah, no, I mean it definitely does the job. And man, there's a lot more detail on your five thirty than I remember. District fifty one thirty nine, six zero three zero. Six zero three zero. District fifty one thirty nine. And there's in that Lakeland right there. I yep. think it is. It is. Coming up on it. Yeah, you can see that it's starting to get set up for sun and fun. 1186, Not a lot of airplanes arrived at Lakeland just yet. I've been hearing on social media some of our friends have arrived already. Yeah, uh, 
New airplanes on the Warbird ramp. Setting up a lot of tents around the exhibit hangars. Trying to see if I can make out Sun and Hun Radio's building there. <laughs> Not quite, it's in the trees. I was going to say, it's almost surrounded by trees. But you can see the ultralight runway at Paradise City, and it, there's no X's on the diagonal runway yet. Ah, okay, well, the procedure may not be in effect yet, huh? Usually started, uh... Today's Sunday, it begins on two, the, the show begins on Tuesday. Yeah, usually the no-tamp goes into effect today. Well, it's early. Saturday. We gotta give Jeff a big pat on the it back. It is early. It's before noon, and we're well <laughs> on our way here. Someplace here there's a clock. I keep looking, I always miss it. Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, it's quarter to 11, so... King Air 51 Sierra, traffic at your uh, 2 o'clock, 2 miles northbound of VFR, uh, Cherokee 7500 VFR. Looking for the Cherokee 51 Sierra, thank you. Traffic Fox, Oscar, kilo Alpha, traffic 10 o'clock, 2 miles northeastbound, command 7000. Which direction do you say was the airport? 2 o'clock, thank you. Air high. And he's on the fish finder, but we don't, I don't see him yet. You got promoted there. There he is. Turn right heading 210. Got him. Called me a key here. Heading down to 6,000. 6,000. Niner 451 Sierra has the Cherokee track. Roger. Tampa Road Flight 617 Echo Charlie level 6,000. Yep, we're well ahead of him. He's going to pass behind us. Number 94551 Sierra, contact Orlando at 1.1.4. Orlando, 94551 Sierra, appreciate your service line. Yeah, I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong frequency. 510, it's 120.15. 520, assigned. Number 94551 Sierra, Orlando, Bridge, good afternoon, or, or good morning, Orlando. There's 301, one, clitoric, St. Augustine. Clitoric, St. Augustine, 301, one, 9451 Sierra, thank you. This is the only single engine King Air I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. And away we go. Years ago, on my very first trip to Oshkosh, I was flying with a buddy in his uh, Bonanza. He was very proud of his Bonanza. He bought it brand new, like a couple of years earlier. And uh, and we're in the uh, procedure, a landing at uh, at Oshkosh, and uh, they keep calling out to us, describing us as a blue and white Cherokee. Oh, that's the bad thing. And uh, bad thing. <laughs> Nothing against <laughs> Cherokees. And I kept looking at my friend, and he was like gritting his teeth, but but following radio procedure. And uh, and after about the third or fourth time that we were referred to as a blue and white Cherokee. Um, there was a, a good reason for him to verbally acknowledge some call, and so he went on and, and, and acknowledged the instruction, and then and then ended it with uh, blue and white bonanza, and because uh, he had to get that out given the opportunity. Right. Well, and it makes a difference to them too, because if they think you're a Cherokee, they're going to use a different performance chart. I guess we were pretty much done. We were on downwind at that point, but so we're humming along, looking at Gub's electronic flight bag on his. Uh, tablet, looking at uh, traffic and the moving map on the new transponder, looking yeah. at traffic and the moving map on the uh, updated uh, 530, 530W now, uh, all seems to be working pretty well. It all does seem to be working pretty well, doesn't it? Flying, it's all flying in close formation. Always a good thing. I got traffic 12 o'clock and traffic at 2 o'clock. Plus 1,500 feet out here somewhere. 
looking for them. You're getting that from the uh, ADSB data, right? I'm getting right? that from right here. Yep. And 1,400 feet below me, 12 o'clock. I don't see nothing. Oh, okay, I got the 2 o'clock. See him out there? Looking. Yeah. And he's gonna... Uh, wait. Look around, yeah. look around this post. Look. Uh, I've got another okay. one up high. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. He's 1,500 feet. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. Yeah, he's probably 15 degrees above the horizon. And there's the 1,400 footer. Oh, got, him, got him too. Yep. Yeah, it looks like the Cessna. It's a busy day out here in Central Florida. It's sunny. It's April. It's it's sun and fun. It's. I've been know. on flights with you around here, but we haven't seen this many airplanes in the entire right. days of flying. It's the ADSB. We wouldn't have seen those guys in the past to begin with, right? Well, we wouldn't have been looking for them. Yeah, right. That's the beauty of. That's the beauty of it. Too much information. Really, is a beautiful day. It's a little hazy, but we got a lot of visibility here. I mean, oh yeah. And this Stratus box back here it gives you traffic too, doesn't it? Yeah, we have him inside. Five one zero. Right up there. Yep. Got him. It's either a mini or a V-tail. I think it's a V-tail. Yeah, it does look a little V-tailish. Maybe it's a Y-X, David. Yeah, a little. A little bigger than that. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, that looks detailish. And no wheels showing. And the uh, new B models, Domex and YX, are nice, but they're still fixed gear. Okay, so did, who brought the snacks? Snacks? Snacks! We didn't get any little chocolate donuts or, or anything? Come on. They were sitting on the counter uh, last time the, I saw We did the chocolate donuts. I got way down low traffic just noodling around it. I don't know what. It means nothing to us. He looks like he's having fun, though, way down low over the green grass. All right, Jay. So this airway kind of keeps us out of Orlando, Bravo, doesn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. If you look at the... I'll zoom in on the iPad here. You see all the, the blue here is, is Orlando's Bravo, and we're going to be, what, five miles just to the west of it. Yeah. yeah. Trying to see where is uh, Tim Entridge's little grass strip. What's the name of it? I don't recall. I'm sorry, Tim, but uh, it's it's to the to the west of Orlando, um, not by much. It would be... This is an instrument chart. It might yeah, not I know, be but it would here. be in this area, I think. Now look. Yeah, no, zoom back out. It, it's going to have probably a sheets. That's sheets? Right, I think. sheets? Yeah, we'll go right over it. I believe it's sheets. Going right over it. 711 Bravo, flying at 250. Heading 250, left Bravo. But you've got a new fuel flow too, right? Heading 270. I did, actually, yes. I'm looking at it here. Yeah. It's been nautical miles per gallon. I got it. 12.8 nautical miles per gallon right now. 8,000 FedEx, 830. And three hours to go. That's almost as bad as my pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah, the difference, though, we're doing 100 plus knots faster than your pickup get away with on the I don't know, man. I can get going in that pickup truck, so. Uh, big V8, 5.7. Yeah, downhill with the tailwind, you're still not going to outrun me. <laughs> you can get through the McDonald's drive-through a little bit easier. Now. Yeah. Yeah, they won't have to throw the bag at him. Actually, hand it over. 
That's what we need, drive-through FBOs. Oh, we got one in Tampa, that signature, with that big awning. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. What you looking for? I was just thinking we might have been able to eyeball uh, Disney World, but we, I think we're past it now. Oh, it's much farther east. Yeah, well, I so but I can, I can see MCO. I can see, I'm pretty sure that's Orlando over there, right up the wing tip. 280. Left turn 280, FedEx 830 heavy. And so, Disney World's between where we are and Orlando yeah, Airport. Still talking about 40 miles. Yeah, no, it's a ways off. So I've lost track. Where are we relative to sheets now? I lost track too. I changed it back to the. No matter. Sheets. We are about 10 south of it. We'll go right over the top. And where is it in relation to what is it, Leesburg? What's KLE? Yeah, Leesburg. Yeah. Leesburg's on a lake up here. We're going to have to get you your very own. I, in yeah, the past, I've grabbed your VFR charts, but I didn't do that. Yeah, Leesburg is here. Sheets is down here. That's good, thank you. That's, but we're getting there. Number 7711, Bravo, contact Jacksonville, center 135.75, good morning. 3575, good day, Bravo. Now, what is that you're running on the iPad? Is that four flight? Yes, four flight, yeah. Does it uh, show you on the map as you move? Yeah, right here. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah, I couldn't see that right. Yeah, it's got my shoulder in the way, too. So your iPad is mounted here on a, on a RAM mount of some sort, uh -huh. uh, which is attached to your yoke. Right. And the Stratus box back here. Right. That's what's, that's what's driving the... That's what's driving the, uh, the driving four fly right now. Gotcha. Well, being able to wireless between it. The tablet and panel gear is getting more and more oh, yeah. prevalent. Yeah. Who brought the beer? Well, I loaded my six-pack, but... James, there's some, there's some water bottles right here, by the way. James okay. said he'd have a cooler when we get to St. Okay, that's good. Yeah, those mimosas are wearing off. <laughs> James has been making that joke all morning long, and... Uh, this morning I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't make that on the podcast. I don't know. We'll see. Too late. We'll see whether whether it remains in the podcast. If you want to really confuse somebody in Florida, tell them to go to the lake and turn left. Yeah. That's right. Five one CRSA, your location. I'm over the water. Yep. That doesn't narrow it down a whole lot. Folks. Over the lake. <laughs> I'm over the shoreline. FedEx eight thirty heavy contact Jack Center one three five seven five. Good morning. 3575, FedEx 830. Nice, cool, and smooth up here. Yeah, we're doing 161 knots over the ground. 588, 12.6 gallons an hour. Not too shabby. Not shabby at all. Level at 7,000 feet. We got 31 minutes, 26 seconds to St. Augustine. We'll be there before they know it. And we'll be right at the 1138 day I gave James. How about that stuff? Man, I'd almost get the impression you've done this before. Plans come together. Thank you, Hannibal. Well, it's hard to fall the day that starts off with an airplane ride. That's right. Or mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, time is standing still for us here. That's right. There's no... no the, 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 the landscape moves slowly past... When we get out, the weather will have changed. Yeah. 
I spent a lot of time thinking from planning this podcast, this episode. I spent a lot of time thinking. None of this, none of this occurred to you, did it? No, no. I mean, well, it, it, yeah. So I spent a lot of time thinking about how we should make sure that we present you and your flying to, as, as responsible as the responsible pilot. I know you to be. No joke. All right. right? So I, you know. I mean. But now but, he's got his hands off the yoke. But now I mean. I'm thinking maybe the way to go is to not trying to present you as a, pi- a, wild, a responsible pilot. <laughs> it's just like like make people think that this is just a wild, just, just crazy mission across Florida. You know, it's like a, a little bit of a Hunter Thompson kind of uh, trip. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a 300-pound Samoan attorney. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but you, you got two friends that total, you know, sort of roughly 300 pounds. And, uh, yeah, thereabouts. Well... I, won't, I was going to tell you about the bats, but you'll see them soon enough. <laughs> soon enough. Of course, we, could, we, we, we can't promise competent counsel, but... That's right. Some guy down there. About 3,500 now. Hard to say, though. I got traffic at 3,500, but I think that's further away. Anyway, some guy down there uh, uh, flying across the lake at a fairly low altitude. Looks like he'll make it. Oh, the one coming up on the shoreline? Yeah. I see him, yep. It really is low. Is there a strip down there? I don't know. He's buzzing his buddy's house. There's a strip everywhere in Florida. That's what they're saying. And, and there's a runway, like, yeah, right there. Center, one, three, five, seven, five. Take care I guess that's Leesburg. Maybe. Always deceptive from this high, but he looks really... 35, Looks really low. Is there a runway? Where's the runway? Right there. Oh, it's... Yeah. I think he's below the Vazzy, if you ask me, but okay. Yeah. It's pilot in command. He knows what he's doing. Well, the box says he's 3,500 feet below us. We're at 7,000. Do the math. Yep. Uh, it's not, and not, the box is wrong or, or looking yeah, at something he, he's else. He's not at 3,500 feet. He's in transition. Contact Jacksonville approach 118.6. Jackson 18.6 for 94510. Appreciate it, sir. I got other traffic out there I was looking at. That guy flew right on past the run. Oh, I see what's going on. I knew it was two different airplanes. Good morning, Jacks. 904 Sierra 7000. November 904 Sierra Jenks approach. Ocala Center 3012, and uh, you can expect the visual approach only 31 at St. Augustine Juliet, the current when you get closer. 3012, and we'll go get uh, Juliet at St. Augustine. Here, and Desert Jet 90, you're out running that trap all below her in uh, about two miles. Desert Fun thanks. And Desert Jet 90, that traffic's at your 6 o'clock now, no factor, just going to maintain 2,000. Let me know when you have Ocala in sight. Sound is 2,000, we have the airport in sight, Desert Flight 9. Thanks. I'm sorry, I keep calling you Desert Jet, Desert Flight 9, thanks. No problem. Self-serve fuel pump number two is out of service. Pump number one right, is one out of service. I do appreciate that, sir. And the Atlantic Ocean. Yep. Jack, if you keep close watch, you might see the mountain of you. 
that around here someplace? Somewhere in Florida. I know that. There's some alien crop circles going on down here. Up to 14,000 feet with aviation activity. What is that, I wonder? I'm sure that's military. I'm kind of it's actually, it's actually an instrument route that terminates pretty much right where that is. Five three four three descend and maintain three thousand. November nine or four five one zero descend and maintain six thousand. Seven for six nine or four five one zero. November nine four five one zero contact Daytona approach one two seven point zero seven. Two seven zero seven for nine or four five one zero. Appreciate it, sir. Daytona, good morning. Niner four five one Sears leveling seven. It's not leveling six thousand. Remember Niner four five one zero Daytona approach. Thank you, Daytona. Number three zero one one. One one. Then five one zero descend and maintain five thousand. Six for five five one zero. So when do we get to the mountains of Florida? Um, long after I'm dead. Uh, then, uh, <laughs> I suppose we were over the highlands. Well, we were near the highlands when we departed. So. Yeah. The highest point in Florida is like 275 feet or something, and up near the Alabama border. Right. I think I'm in the Panhandle. Up near um, Tallahassee. Tallahassee, thank you. Is that a runway on that island? On. No, I'm oh. not sure that's an island, but yeah, that looks like a no, runway. No, no, I think he's talking about this out here in the water. It doesn't. It looks like it's a trees down the middle. There is a runway down here to the right, David. You probably can't see it beneath the I, wing. But I saw it first. It's a nice little grass yeah. runway. I can't tell if those are trees or standing water. I, I agree. It's hard to see. Remember, A5, Whiskey Mike, contact. Yeah, that's... I'd want to give that a couple passes. Yeah, I think it's water. Maybe there was a runway out there at one point that's all kind of gone to back to nature. Yeah. Daytona Skydive 4, walk on this jumper trip, 5,000 feet, you land. Skydive 4, Daytona approach, thank you, radar contact, half mile southeast, altimeter 3012. Skydive 4. Attention on craft purchase over the land Taylor airport from 5,000, one minute or less. What's the terminal velocity that a skydiver will reach at, uh, once they jump out of an airplane at 5,000 feet? How long will it take them to get to 1,000 feet? Oh, I don't know. 5,000. Uh, yeah, David, you used to fall out of airplanes from time to time. You hit terminal velocity in about 12 seconds. Jacksonville approach, 1.8.0. 32 feet per second squared acceleration. It's a shame we don't have some device. We could the problem use is we don't right now. Do, do math. Oh, do math, yeah. I'm trying to do it in my head. About 18 seconds to reach a thousand feet. 18 seconds to reach a thousand feet? That makes sense. About that, yeah. Varies with density, altitude, body frontal area, how quick they get into a stable spread. But when you get to a thousand feet, you've got very little time left to deploy. What are the limitations? 
David, what are the limitations on vertical speed for popping the chute? Can you pop the chute at terminal velocity? Oh, yeah. Well, terminal velocity is stable spread is different than terminal velocity when you're in a head-down tack. Well, yeah, and I guess that's sort of my question. Oh, they do it at that, too. Yeah. But, uh, with sport chutes or with military chutes? Both. Really? But it's hell on your neck and head. I would think it's a oh. Well, the early square parachutes opened at a stable spread at 120 miles an hour. We're bloody in guys' noses on the reserves. 3,000, traffic 11 o'clock, 6 miles. That was before they put sliders on them to slow down the opening sequence. 3,000, looking for the 4,000 traffic. Uh-huh, makes sense. Stationary 104, 457, Daytona approach. Thank you, Daytona, service 3012, 457. Andy Beach. Yep. And the intercoastal waterway. For those of you whose podcasts don't have video, we're looking at the Atlantic and the ocean and the sandy beach and the waterway and big lakes to the west of us. It's actually looks clearer up here. Be turning northbound, fall out ahead of you, contact approach 125.3. A little bit. 9451 Sierra, field inside. 9451 things about bonanzas. They come down just as well as they go up. Yep, and you got a lot of speed management options with the gear and the flaps. Okay, let's see. I'll go ahead and switch that tank. I got lights on, I got everything else is gone, is on, gear is down. Got eight miles four thousand feet to go. Are there any shock cooling issues with the engine when you do that kind of thing? Not really. No. Okay. Rex, 425, departure, I dance. I'll give you my shock cooling. 
<laughs> dissertation <laughs> once we're on the ground. Okay. Uh, another graduate of the Advanced Pilot Seminar. That's right. Well, you know, okay. I'll, I'll be educated later on. We'll talk. Over to Tower for 94510. Appreciate it, sir. It's long. Tower, good morning. 94510. Set up for a uh, high left base for 3 1. 
thought you were talking about the landing. Well, the landing was great. It was a lot of fun. But the landing was wacko. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. How are no. you getting home? The instruction was wacko. The uh, the landing was great. We, we came down like great. It was. He was to maintain that thousand foot down all the way to the almost threshold. all the way to the threshold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> see, I shouldn't. I've talked about this before. That's the way I land my 150s, right? I dive bomb at the at the numbers. Pretty good for a single engine King Air. But That's right. But you managed to get it in totally under control <laughs> at the last moment there. I mean, it was under control the whole way. I mean, you were able to slow it down and right. touch down gently and. Uh, um, yeah. So we're taxiing into the ramp at Atlantic Aviation here, where we've arranged for James to meet us. Uh, and uh, we got like a yellow R44 and a bunch of uh, Cessnas and Pipers. Another, another 33 Bonanza with tip tanks. Oh, yeah, look at that. There you go. And uh, what's this uh, twin over here, this gray twin? Looks like a government. That's a government king air. Is that one of the uh, flight check aircraft? Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, Got a dome says Homeland Security or something on it. Oh, that's uh, apparently the authorities have been alerted. That's spooks. That's Customs and Border Protection. Yeah. Okay. And we got the flight guys up here, directing us to a place to park. Service with a smile. That's right. And in a couple seconds, you're going to turn off the power, so we're not going to be able to hear each other for a bit. But uh, we'll come back in a few minutes. We'll be talking to James. Bye for now. Hi, James. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Hey. Welcome to St. Augustine. Thanks so much for making the trip up here. It's great to see you. I'm just a little bummed that you can't spend more time, and I could show you around town and everything. Well, we'll do that. Well, that'll be episode 401, okay, that's, all right? That's, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Well, actually, it'll be probably 410, but yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, that's a cool airport. I like this. St. Augustine's a great airport, great people, great facilities. Uh, now, you come, you winter down here. You, that's correct. Yeah, here's my real question. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a New Yorker who winters in Florida, or you consider yourself a Floridian who goes to New York for the summer? No, I'm a New Yorker who comes down here I for the winter. Did. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. That. I remember in the early days of us all working together on the Air Venture newspaper, yeah. you used to have a thing about finding a New York Times every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, James is one of those guys. Cool. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So uh, you come down here. Well, how long have you been coming down here for the winters? I came down, uh, the first was kind of the 2001, 2002. And what happened, actually, living in New York, I was there at 9-11. I'm close enough to ground zero that the second blast shook my back windows. Oh. And I was just kind of freaked out. I stopped here on my way to South Florida because uh, some friends had just gotten a place here. They said stop on the way down to South Florida when I was going to visit some relatives. And after the holidays, stopped back up here to see them and just never went back that winter. Just kind of camped out in motels and stuff and decided, well, next year... I'm actually going to just kind of pull up stakes and plan on coming down for the winter, mm -hmm. get away from the gray. Yeah. And it's been like that ever since. How's the little black kitty? Sweet little black kitty is doing wonderfully. She will be staying uh, at a friend's house during my time at Sun and Fun, but she is so thrilled to be back. She was born here, and she is now, the place I'm renting is about four blocks south uh -huh. of the house that she must have been born under because she was a feral cat. So when we hear the train go by, it must be the same sounds that she heard in the womb, and you can hear the wheels creaking and stuff. So I think she's very thrilled. So Thank is, you for asking. This is the, this is the poet cat. Yes, yes, yes world's first feline poet. Yes, yes. I know. Yeah, I know. One, one, of the published. Few, one of the yes. few cats that's a published author. <laughs> exactly right. No joke. Go to Google or go to Amazon. <laughs> and what's the book called? I Collected Poems, Sweet Little Black Kitty, there Volume 1. All right. That's enough. <laughs> 
um, so you like this airport? This is a oh, great airport. Uh, how about how how long are you here each winter? You're, you're well, I'm f- here. Uh, typically, I show up uh, around the New Year, so around Jan one, and typically I leave about June one when it's you yeah. know when the weather yeah. is really nice. So you're 50, up north, 50 split between uh, five months here or seven months New York. Really yeah. is what it yeah. comes down to. And then I being in and out of town. I was just in San Diego for. The International Operators Conference. I'll, of course, be down at Sun and Fun next week, going out to Austin for the Business Aviation Safety Summit, I guess the beginning of next month, mm-hmm. then yeah. to uh, eBase. Yep. So, so we're standing here in the uh, doorway of your hangar. Yes. All right, where your uh, beloved Mooney is. Yes, here, here she and, is. Uh, how's your airplane doing? Up. Mike, she's doing great. Uh, as you know, I had a, an extensive annual that required me leaving the aircraft here this past summer, whereas usually, of course, it would come back to New York. Came down for it uh, in September when all the work was done and flew it around. A couple of more things went, so I had to leave it again. So when I got down here for the winter, it was kind of being reunited, and it's mm-hmm. been great to fly it around. We'd like to do more, just, you know, how that goes, and yeah. been busy with things. How long have you owned this airplane? I got it uh, in ni- 1998, really. So 98, so that's yeah. almost like 20, years. 20 years. Almost yeah. 20 years. I was 10, and now it's when I bought it. Now it's, uh, you know, a little longer in the tooth, but still doing great. And, and I asked Jeb this question earlier about the Debonair. What, why did you, what about this airplane appeals? Well, first of all, I think Moonies are fantastically efficient, well-built, rugged planes that make a lot of sense as traveling machines. Well, you owned one before this one. Yes, I owned an E-model, and the 252 had always been kind of the apex of what I was looking for. Obviously, planes have developed since then, but you're not going to find a plane that kind of performs more efficiently than this. It's called a 252 because indeed its top speed is 252 miles an hour, which you'll get with the throttle wide open at its service ceiling of 28,000 feet. But if you're up anywhere near that, that means you've got a tailwind. So you can be cooking along close to 300 miles an hour, depending Uh on the tailwind, and burning Less than blue, uh, is that a Waco? The uh, the blue Waco? Yes, again? that's one of the uh, one of the touring aircraft here. People come for yeah. that kind of. We saw that aircraft taxing out yeah. when we were touching. Down and there's and a a Robinson also that does tours. Is that here. the yellow yellow orange yes. one? Yeah, yeah. Right. we saw that too. Yeah, yeah, okay. the R44. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, I interrupted you about your airplane. Oh, uh, so. just so that was the aircraft that I had uh, really kind of dreamed about for a number of years. And when I and it was it's been hard to find them. You know, there are aren't a great number that were made. Mm-hmm. in the vintage years and uh i found this one and sort of just oh i want it and sort of went got yeah. it that yeah, was yeah, sort of the go. put long range tanks in it uh so now it holds 106 gallons and you, and know, you do some serious flying yes. i mean you obviously do a lot of flying around the yeah. u.s but you've yeah. been to south america and well central america central a number america. of times it's been north of the arctic circle in alaska wow. uh down the caribbean chain almost to south america mm-hmm. uh the bahamas many times across the country many times it's just a, a wonderful traveling machine very comfortable uh if you get up high you turn the heater on oh it's just toasty yeah, nice. It's, it's nice. great. Yeah, I think the first time I saw you in this one was at uh, Grand at Grand Cayman in '99. Mm-hmm. So as soon after I bought it, uh, and also I took it down to Beckway down in the Caribbean. Soon after I got it, uh, it's been to Cuba legally, flown all around Cuba legally for ten days. Oh. So uh, it or you, you as with well. me yeah, in right. it. I yeah, hear more about that. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, now that, that was in a- 2001. So yes, it, it was all legal and whatnot. I was helping a, 
a woman who deals in Cuban art out of Key West, so she has an exemption that allows her to go and actually traffic and spend money there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was sort of her glorified chauffeur, and we went all over Cuba. Wow, Havana, sounds like Santa fun, Area, great Cuba, adventure. Oh, we'll get some stories from that later on, yeah, yeah. another time. But uh, so you, one of the, you know, this is episode 400, what and a, what a milestone congratulations uh, yeah, okay you know i mean we'll get it right we'll, we'll just keep at it but yeah. uh um and it's the beginning we're celebrating our 10th uh, season here mm -hmm. this is the beginning of our of our 10th season 10th year of doing this podcast um you joined us really early on uh i, I like it's probably a single digit episode was one of the first wow. ones where, where, where you were with us and uh, and we appreciate that you've made it's been a blast having you join us and right. tell us your stories and give us your perspective but we're kind of looking back what what you know uh, 10 years um, and obviously, drop in the bucket of the history of aviation, but yeah. uh, but uh, how's GA doing over ten years? Do you think? What's your perspective? Well, I think we continue to face the challenge of a declining pilot population and rising costs. I continue to be befuddled by the fact that even though it's expensive, it's time-consuming, nobody knows where their airport is. That we still don't have more people that say. I don't care about all that. I just have to try it at least once and be in an airplane and fly it around. I don't know what the answer to that is, but at the same time, I think there are some developments that have happened over the past 10 years that give us some cause for hope. I mean, you look at the collapse of 08. Mm -hmm. I remember being at the NBAA, the National Business Aviation Association Conference, and I guess it was... 08 there when the bottom was falling out of the market, dropping a thousand points right. a day. The hall was like a funeral home. And we sort of people kept going through that and survived and sort of made themselves stronger and have uh, continued along when many would have counted them out. And then you look at some other things that really have happened just recently. They've been worked on for a long time. 100 unleaded. They've mm -hmm. just kind of narrowed down the selections for this process, we could actually have unleaded fuels that would work in our current engines, take care of all this concern about lead. That's that's a pretty dramatic development, mm -hmm. I think. Part 23 rewrite yeah. has just happened. Here goes that uh, yellow uh, R44 you were talking about. Yeah, out to, uh, to our downtown St. Augustine. I, that's right. I, so we came through the FBO uh, office. I saw they have a counter in there where you can... Uh... And it is a beautiful area to fly over. It's very historic, of course. This is the oldest continually inhabited settlement in North America. Really? Really, yes. 1565 it was settled. So you can find some in Hispaniola that are a little older, but in North America, this is as old as it gets, continually inhabited. Nice, very yeah. cool. Very and cool. We have Spaniards a way ahead of the English farther north. Yes, yes. And a beautiful, the oldest masonry fort is downtown. Uh, you kind of just sometimes have to tell yourself, wait, this isn't Disney World, this is a real thing. Right, we saw that flying in. I saw a uh, sort of an old uh, fort structure, sort of a five-pointed star yes, kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Is that what you're talking yes. about? and it's right in the middle of downtown. Uh -huh. uh, and, and it was a sort of a tall ship at one of the wharfs. Yes, we, we, the town is crawling with pirates, too. So, yeah. <laughs> Always or just right now? Three always. More just oh, always. Three more, but yes, <laughs> always. And I've been, I was invited to something on, uh, a couple of years ago on the ill-fated Bounty, which was the, sh the sailing ship that was used in the movie. Right, and right. Actually and then it sank a couple sank, winters ago in a yes, storm. Yes, in a that, storm. Yeah. Uh, but I had been on a... Uh, invited to a party aboard that shortly before it left St. Augustine where it had been birthed for a little while before that and I just got in my sort of rudimentary 
kind of pirate get up, but I was welcomed <laughs> wholeheartedly by all the actors who were so much more finely dressed, and I really felt it was very yeah, nice. That's very like cool, that. very yeah. cool. Let's but so, say uh, arg. Arg, 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 arg. Arg. Uh, Alternate fuels, so you think our, that's promising? I think so. I think the fact that we've got them there, that it's not going to be $10 a gallon, it doesn't right. look like that. It's not going to be, oh, this for this fuel you have to put in this system in your engine or do right. this or uh so i think that's really yeah. shows the power of uh kind of science and technology we can get right. it done but clearly we have a very small market sure. so there's not a lot of urge to do that and push from the biggies and then you were talking about part, part 23 rewrite yeah. which has kind of just come along and that no finally finally nobody knows where it's going to take us i mean i did talk to some of the oems uh, Textron, like, okay, did, what does this mean? Are you guys, you know, all ready to bring the stuff out of, out of the, you know, out of the secret labs and the skunk works? And it's, well, no, we really aren't, aren't ready to do anything till we know what this is about. Mm -hmm. So it's not like people have been chafing. Some have been chafing at the bit, but this does open up the environment for uh, manufacturers to do interesting things and try to adapt new technology. So I, I'm excited about that. Uh, we've also seen at the business aviation end in the last decade it's really become a global industry and that's a help to all of us we don't really see necessarily the direct connection at GA but it is just kind of creating more of a demand for pilots for aviation services and I think that's something that kind of floats all boats mm -hmm. so you know electric power uh, simulators Redbird now can make these simulators full motion simulators that, you know, for a couple hundred thousand dollars that used to have to spend millions for level D simulators, they will, I think, improve training, maybe get more people involved, uh, faster, cheaper pathways to cockpits, safer flying. So I think that the, all these things, uh, new technologies yeah. are finding their way into the space in interesting ways that I think are going to be very beneficial. That's my hope, at least. Looking back, I mean, a decade ago, uh, you know, 2006, uh, we were all at, uh, at at Air Venture when Piper announced their new LSA. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of get the arc of things have grown and died within that space, and clearly there have been developments, but you see that there have been a lot of changes over the time. Yeah, no, LSA and Sport Pilot are definitely a step forward yeah. over the last 10 years. That same year, Honda Jet announced their decision that they, at Air Venture, that they were going to proceed with production. I think that's also mm -hmm. another indication of kind of, you know, a major company seeing the benefit and the long-term growth potential in this industry. Yeah. So you're, you're excited. You think it's good. I do. I, I think there is a challenge, you know, uh, these, it's finding ways to get in the air and reasons to do it. And, uh, you know, keeping that going. In terms of these simulators, I went down to uh, Legacy uh, Training down at, at Vero Beach there, which does uh, work with Piper. And uh, the head of it, Bill Inglis, was telling, saying that, you know, some of the people coming in for recurrency, they used to do 150 hours a year. Now they're flying 70 hours a year, and the recurrency training becomes that much more critical. But, you know, that's a challenge, finding ways. I have a, uh, a trip coming up, as I mentioned, to Austin, yet I'm busy with stuff. So, you know, 
do I just do the airline thing because somebody else, I'm doing a job and I need to be there and know mm -hmm. if Santa bots or do I say, hey, you know, I'm going to take my plane and somehow I'll find the time for those ex that extra day before and after when I'd be working otherwise. So it's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, an exciting one to have. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, St. Augustine is a cool airport. It is, it is kind of interesting. I didn't realize it was Tower Airport, to be honest with you. For some reason, I thought it was uh, a non-Tower. And uh, Their contract controllers, when I first started coming down here, it was non-Tower. And it was really interesting because you've got all this primary training activity. You've got an aerobatic box with world champions patty wagstaff is based here she and a lot of people extra is based here so a lot of people come for training so you got the aerobatic box oh, okay. then you would have uh golf tournaments coming in so i came in here one day one day and there's like a learjet flying around dropping people off for for the golf tournament there's somebody in the aerobatic pattern there's primary training so that was before there was a tower and you really had to have your head swiveling around wow okay it's exciting is this a uh, is this a destination a parking place for the race car people or do they go somewhere no they south? go to daytona they're yeah, down right. yeah yes, so because we're about well we're not an hour north of Daytona. how far how long does it take to drive to daytona from here uh it's about I think it's about 70 miles to Daytona, so oh, you're looking about an hour. Oh, it is further than I thought. But okay. there's a whole yeah. bunch of airports between here and there. Deland, yeah, okay. right, well, that's good, though, Flagler, because, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because it could get crazy during race you know, weeks. Oh, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. Well, Daytona has uh, large facilities. Right, they yeah, have yeah. commercial operations, yeah. so there's a lot of room, and you've got Melbourne around there and a lot of, a lot of uh, ramp space. Yeah. Smyrna, so. yeah. yeah. What are some of the uh, recreational flying um, destinations around this area? You, well, if you want to go, go just north, you got Jekyll Island, you've got the Golden Isles of Georgia, you got St. Simons, uh, obviously down the coast, you got the Space Coast if you want to fly by now. They're not, to my knowledge, they're still not allowing the low shuttle approaches that you used to be able to do, where oh, you really? would call oh. the tower and they would clear you to, to descend to 500 feet. Oh, we feet talked and fly about that on the, the podcast recently. Someone was reporting that he, able to, he was able to do that. You said okay, I didn't, I, it'd be well, great it was if the, they you know, allowed The story it. could have been a year ago, but yeah, it was, you know. Well, it was discontinued after 9 11, so maybe they've oh, yeah. kind of dialed down the security a bit, which would be great. Yeah, was, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So uh, I don't think it's a threat. Right. Now, in the winter, where are you based? What airport? The winter is, is here. I'm sorry, the summer. Yes, yeah. Caldwell, New Jersey, Charlie Delta Whiskey. Well, what's that airport like? Uh, it's a busy airport. Uh, it's about seven miles west of Teterboro. Uh, uh, so there's a good deal of training activity, a good deal of transient aircraft. Uh, it for me, it's difficult to get to because from your home, from my home. Yeah, I don't have a car. Yeah. So if you don't have a car, you're challenged. It's going to be expensive to get to and or time consuming. Right. And it's just a trail. Linden, which is just south of Newark, would be a little closer for me. But there are no services there. And the uh, airport manager told me I would not be allowed to get a tie down and then leave and not pay for a few months a year, which called, well, I can just get a tie-down right. spot, which, by the way, uh, is about the same as I pay for the full the hangar. Year. So yeah. that's kind of the difference in, in you yeah, know, something rentals. Something about that, that area that makes everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that the same, that, that why Teterboro is not an option? Teterboro, yeah, that's one of the, Teterboro would be more expensive, and you would spend so much time on the ground waiting for all the IFR traffic. Oh, so okay. you'd 
you know, they don't want you there, and you quickly find out you don't want to be there right. either. So Teterboro is famous. Teterboro, I don't know. I, when I was a kid, long before yeah. I was flying, Teterboro, uh, was it Arthur Godfrey mm-hmm. did a song about or something like that? There was some story about buzzing the tower. Do you know well, what I'm talking about? I, I certainly heard the stories of him buzzing the tower and having very bad relations uh, with with the tower personnel. And and he was, uh, from other stories, I've heard an altogether unpleasant gentleman. Oh, really? So, okay, yeah. you know, I, I, that's just what I've heard. But yes, I've heard about him buzzing but, the but tower. But he had an early proponent, an early public, you know, proponent of flying. Yes, and uh, around the same era, Bob Cummings, well, he was a pilot also, I yeah, believe. Okay. So yeah. there were... Oh, Leesburg, Virginia has got a lot of stuff from him. It, oh, that, really? Yeah, that was called Godfrey Field for a long mm. time. And then, uh, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Robertson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was a pilot as well. Who is this now? Mr. Robertson. Uh, Cliff Robertson. Oh, Cliff Robertson. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. He was another famous sort of civilian pilot of yeah. of that whole era. Sky King, of course. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, what else should we know about about St. Augustine and the airport? Uh, the it is a wonderful place to come and visit. First of all, we have about the cheapest avifuel in the state. Yeah. I haven't checked today, but typically it's lower than anywhere. The self-service pumps are very. Uh, easy to use, although they were knocked out temporarily by a lightning strike, apparently, a few months ago. Things are back, so that's good. Uh, it's a short ride to downtown, so if you drop in, get downtown, have lunch somewhere, walk around. The the waterfront is beautiful. You can go and visit the, the tall ships that are in town. People are very friendly. It We're getting a lot of uh, visitors such that traffic now can sometimes be a little bit of an issue on the weekends. There's always some festival going on at Francis Field, the downtown sort of event Oh, you're talking about area. car traffic, just road traffic? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, aircraft you won't have a problem with. Yeah, right. So. Noticed a sign at the uh, a door at the rest, uh, at the uh, terminal for a restaurant. Is it there still? is. The Flyby Cafe is here, so you could just come and have something without ever leaving the airport. Also, if you just want to come for the, the marsh view and the cheap fuel... It's always nice to drop into an airport where you can top yourself off while the airplane's being topped yes, off. <laughs> yes, you and you, you would see some interesting uh, other traffic here. Grumman is here, and this is where they make the advanced AWACS. Oh, right. uh, I've seen them doing uh, Osprey maneuvers here back when you weren't seeing them anywhere. You'll sometimes... Uh, uh, they're doing some work on the F-5s here at one point, so you'd also see military jet traffic here sometimes. So, uh, Coast Guard uh, helicopters coming up the coast on patrols, they'll stop here. Other people will stop here while they're doing kind of maneuvers and out during their day work for whatever reason. Yeah. So it's a very interesting airport. Good people, uh, nice facilities, as you can see from the hangar here. Yeah, no, it is. It's nice. you got a nice little T hangar here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, with the airplane backed into it, you don't got a lot of gear here. You're apparently not an AMP. No, I don't. I don't have as. Uh, and some of these hangars, of course, are tricked out quite nicely with yeah. all hangar sorts caves. of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hangar caves with all sorts of accoutrements and the cabinets and the. So, do you rent this year around or just for the five months you're down here? I, it's year round. And then, so when I go north, typically the beater that we just drove over. Your magnificent in, set of wheels yes, here. This here is a cool car. Sidekick, the uh, sort of electric blue or whatever that shade of blue that is. Uh, cerulean, I'm not sure. Uh, it comes here. And uh, then if somebody needs to use the car, uh-huh. uh, you know, they know where to get the keys and all, or the hangar, they can take the car out and 
pop into the hangar. Uh, so great community in terms of people watching it's out for each other. to go out on the street? Oh, yes, I would drive. Yeah, it's definitely street legal. Now, are you alluding to its... Uh, it's uh, No, nah, but I've been on airports where guys, where guys just didn't tag them yeah, because no, they never I, got I, off I can the that. with them. I can believe yeah. that, yeah. yeah. It so. doesn't go far, though. I don't really go on interstates with it, you know. <laughs> you guys got any questions or comments or anything you want to throw in here? Just, the airplane's looking good. It's always good to see you. That's uh, so you guys, and I want to add my congratulations to you three for what you've done over this past decade. What oh. a testament to, to your own skills, your talents, and also, obviously, what you're doing. It's fulfilling a need. People love it, and rightly so, and I wish you another 10 and 10 and 10 years. Oh, please don't top. go there. All right, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> we, we have no lives. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we couldn't have done it without a lot of help from a lot of friends. Yourself are, are high on that list. Um, thank you for, you know, way back when I gave you a phone call, because we all knew each other from Air Venture mm-hmm, today. Sure. We've been working together in Oshkosh for years, but uh, I called you and I said, would you be in this podcast? I don't know what you thought back then about this whole idea. It's like, <laughs> oh, what? I, I'm sure it was kind of passing through your mind yeah, right? it's a, it's a podcast. Well, it, it, the big surprise to me is that we didn't end at episode 40 <laughs> of episode, you know we're still going at 400 because yeah. jib and i were pretty sure that after six weeks maybe six months that this would die out we'd find out only our mothers were listening and they didn't understand it anyway they probably stopped nagging us about ah, this yeah, yeah no i thought it would be a good idea and i knew that that, uh, that so you guys and james and amy would be for a whole year we put jack off on trying this for a whole year uh-huh. yeah but well, i'm glad uh, you decided to kind of hit the go he, button he did a lot of arm twisting on one of the drives up to uh Nakashima's at uh, uh-huh. Appleton. Uh-huh. So anyways, James, thank you so much for being part of this thing and for helping us out and for being a good friend and uh, and for showing us your hangar and oh, your yeah. airplane. And, uh, yeah. Well, next time we'll hang out a little longer. We'll go downtown, grab some grub, uh-huh. I'll show you around. That would be great. We should absolutely do that. Yeah, I, we're, 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 we're zipping all over Florida yeah. today. So, That's uh, great. We, we, and give my best to Amy. We will. Yeah. We will. We're going to head down there and absolutely. say hi to Amy. And, and uh, uh, we'll all be gathering I was going to say we'll Lakeland see you in Lakeland companies. in a couple That's of days. That's right. We'll all be back together again uh, doing the, uh, the Sun and Fun uh, radio episodes. Right. And... Uh, um, in just a couple of days. But uh, anyways, thank you, James Winbrandt. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. San Augustine Airport Information, Lima, 1650 Zulu weather. The wind is 030 at 13, gust 20, visibility 10, sky clear. Temperature 19, 2.06, altimeter 3011. Instrument aircraft inspector visual approach runway 31 in use. Hazardous weather information available on HIWAS, flight watcher, flight service frequencies. Notice to airmen, runway 31 ILS, out of service. Taxiway Bravo 2 closed between Bravo and runway 220. The self-serve fuel pump number 2 is out of service. Pump number 1 is available. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity of the airport. Advise on initial contact you have Lima. And uh, ground Niner four five one Sierra. Four five one Sierra. Looking for instruments to Niner four Foxtrot Lima. Four five one Sierra is clear to the destination airport via vectors to the Juts intersection. Direct Heiser intersection. Direct Lakeland. Direct. After departure, fly runway heading. Maintain two thousand. Expect nine or thousand ten minutes after. 
departure frequency 120.75. Squawk 7716. Correction 7766. Nine or four five one Sierra. It's clear to nine or four Fox Charlie. My VR radar vectors jets. Heiser Lakeland direct. After uh, departure, maintain runway heading and uh, 2,000 feet. Expect nine or thousand feet. One zero minutes after departure. One two zero decimal seven five seven seven six six. Seven seven six six is correct for five one zero. Five one zero. And ground uh, nine or four five one zero is ready to taxi. We're in advance of the tower. Number nine four five one zero. Right turn on Delta. Just continue straight, slight left turn, and then right turn on Bravo for runway three one. Okay, straight and slight left, and uh, hard right on Bravo for runway 31 for 94512. We're taxiing out here at St. Augustine. We just got some gas, and after a cool visit with James, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, great yeah. to see James. I've never been. Have you, have you been here before? I've been to St. I mean, Augustine before. I've never, I've never seen his hair here. Yeah. So, uh, got some gas for taxiing out. There's a lot of traffic. This is a much busier airport than I had expected. But now that I know a little bit about it, I'm not so surprised. A lot of stuff going on here. Oh, yeah, we've had. Eclipse jets, we've had King Airs, we've had uh, Spatuation jets, uh, a lot of training traffic, a lot of Cessnas, uh, Cherokees, and us. And us. And us. That's right. Most important. That's right. The long-time listeners will know that I got a warm feeling seeing all the 150s here. And uh, and then we got some sort of feeling from seeing the Eclipse jet. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, if Jack gets a little tongue-tied, it's because his tongue's swelling it over all the Cessna traffic. I love it, man. Real men fly high-wing airplanes, or something like that. Huh? Yeah, how are you going to get home again? <laughs> yeah, right, okay. We're yeah, I've been wanting to sit up front for a while. Yeah, we're coming up on the run of areas. I'm going to shut up for a few minutes. Let Jeb do that piloting thing. I uh, started out as a pilot in a bakery. And uh, Tower 9 or 4, 5, 1, two, is ready, 3, 1. Number nine four five one zero. Saint Augustine Terminal. Hold short on my three one. Waiting eye for always. Holding short. Five Fox Charlie. May you in your base turn now? In my base turn. Five Fox Charlie. Thank you. Connection two zero eight. No delay. Turn left. Bravo two. Ground one two one point one seven five. Bravo two. No delay. Over to ground. Connection two zero eight. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm thrilled to see it. I am too, actually. It really is a good thing. Just to give you a hint, Jack, at how close we are to water. Oh, you can I'm, see the sailboats over there. Well, oh. I'm watching a speedboat go up the inner intercoastal over here. Right. Another 150, damn. Yep. And there was some kind of sailing regatta going on at the uh, up here when we came in because yep. same class of boat, same sail sizes, caves. And they were going around triangular, triangular course. That's always looked like fun to me. Five Fox Rod Lima, no delay. Left two zero, hold short of Bravo. Contact ground. Left two zero, Five Fox Rod Lima, no delay. November five one Sierra, turn left heading two seven zero. Climb and maintain three thousand, no delay. Runway three one, clear for takeoff. Two seven zero and up to three thousand, and we're no delay. Nine or four five one Sierra, clear for takeoff. Two hotel traffic is going to part runway 31 ahead of you. Runway 6, clear to land 105014. And a twin command sheet. Airspeed's alive. 
still on the center line? Trying to be. And off we go. Six Bravo Golf runway three one, clear touch and go. San Augustine. Niner 451 Sierra is just off St. Augustine, 1300 for 3270. Niner 451 Sierra, get to park right and climb, maintain 5000. Up to 5000, Niner 451 Sierra. 451 Sierra, radar contact a mile west of St. Augustine Airport. Continue heading 270, and for your planning purposes, we're going to bypass Judd. We're going to go to Heiser in about 5 to 7 miles. Okay, uh, whatever you need, and we will do it. Heiser or to Heiser to Heiser. Okay. November five, November. Black and Moa's restricted uh, areas twenty nine zero six seven and ten are cold. If you prefer direct Daytona. Direct Daytona would be swell. Thank you very much. Five November. November five, November. Clear direct Daytona. Maintain six thousand. Six thousand five November. David. Sure. I was asking the other guys about why they picked their airplanes. Well, you you clearly loved your your uh, Comanche. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, and I know there was only just family business reasons why you had to get rid of it. Why did what did you love so much about the Comanche? Well, at the time it was the uh, it, it was an easy step up from the Cherokee we started with. Uh, actually, got better fuel economy, roomier, faster, more comfortable, and. With the 180 engine up front, the little Lycoming 0360, it was uh, 
really nicely harmonized. Thurman 385 Delta, contact Jack, Easy handling airplane, really easy to manage, stable, good instrument platform. And uh, after we put a little TLC, extra TLC into it, fixing it up, it was just perfect for us. Right, you had upgraded from a, uh, using it for the same kinds of missions, you had a smaller, slower airplane, right? Right, we started out with a Cherokee 140, and then after 22 months, we were on our way to Sun and Bun for the second time. We already put about 330 hours on it, and uh, the bride, ask how much more expensive it would be to have an airplane fast enough to get us to Lakeland while it was still daylight to set up camp. Uh-huh. That launched the shopping uh, that we did at that trip that led us to the Comanche. It was just the best bang for the buck, in our opinion. It's, yeah, I yeah. think it's still a great bang for the buck. Uh -huh. She was always a big proponent of business aviation, of your, of your, your you know, personal business travel in your airplanes. Oh, yeah, huge. Uh, she uh, appreciated the fact that sometimes you have to be flexible because you can't always get there when you want to because of weather. Uh, but what she really enjoyed was the uh, option to jump in and go on a trip with me uh, at no extra cost. You know, it wasn't like buying a second airline ticket. And we had a lot of fun trips with it. Uh, yeah. Grand Cayman, Cancun, uh, big chunks of the country. Uh, every once in a while, we'd have a long weekend coming up and because of her boss taking off for work. We'd uh, book a, a nice hotel room in the French Quarter and Thursday, about midday, we'd uh, leave Augusta, Kansas, land at Lakefront, spend a weekend in New Orleans and come back for less than the airline ticket for one of us. Yeah. But she never, did she ever have an interest in learning? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, say again, the frequency. Okay, I'm sorry, David. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, yeah, so she never, her, you know, was she ever interested in learning to fly? Oh, yeah, very much. And uh, she she uh, logged about 12 hours of duel. Uh, unfortunately, because of a medication she was on, she could not pass a medical. Ah. But uh, about every year, 14 months, uh, we'd get her up with my old primary instructor, Don, uh, because it was important to both of us that uh, one of us be able to land the airplane if the other one got sick for any reason. Of course, yep. And we had friends and acquaintances at the airport where the wife never touched the airplane, wasn't allowed to touch the airplane, dad wasn't interested in mom knowing how to fly the airplane, and we thought that was the height of uh, uh, short-sightedness, to put, put it mildly. Uh, particularly after one of the gentlemen we knew had a heart attack. He wasn't flying when he had it, but he uh, promptly got over the heart attack, got treated, and returned to his old habits, uh, ignoring his doctor's orders. And he'd be flying around with his wife and uh, two daughters in this beautiful bonanza. And if something happened to him again in flight, uh, they were passengers. So. He never let mom figure out how to fly the airplane, never taught her what to do in an emergency. Uh, I just thought it was insane myself. But yeah, no, I think it makes a lot of sense what you guys did. Yeah, she loved traveling in the airplane. She missed it every bit as much as I did when we had to let it go. Yeah.
Jeb, what are we doing here? We're flying, what, southwest bound across uh, sort of central Florida here, uh, level 5,000. They, they, they did some stuff to you again on the, uh, playing around with the, uh, with the uh, clearance after we took off. Was that a thing? I don't no, know. it's not a thing. It's just, it's typical. Yeah, no, yeah. okay. Sometimes the thing is uh, a hassle. Sometimes the thing is a help. Right, right. That's it for part one of Uncontrolled Airspace, episode number 400. In part two, we'll continue on down to Fort Myers, where we'll visit with Amy Laboda, and then finally we'll mount up and head on back to Hidden River and wrap up this incredible day of flying all around Florida. Yeah.